Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind the scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the Apple Podcasts app. Also, share us with a friend. Please know that we read and appreciate every single review. Here's a recent one we loved. The subject line is this podcast changed my nighttime routine. It goes, great material that I honestly wish I could stay awake for, but can't. Thank you, Katie, for taking the time to write a review. We're glad you enjoy the stories and even gladder that you can't stay awake to hear them all. If you'd like to get an email once a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news, subscribe to this newsletter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by the sun, the moon, and the stars. Tonight, we'll read the next part to The Princess and the Goblin, a children's fantasy novel published in 1872. If you'd like to start from the beginning, you'll find the first episode aired on April 15, 2019. If you'd like an easy way to listen to these continuing episodes in order, go to snoozecast.com slash series. One of the most successful and beloved of Victorian fairy tales, George MacDonald's The Princess and the Goblin tells the story of young Princess Irene and her friend Curdie, who must outwit the threatening goblins who live in the caves beneath her mountain home. When we left off, Princess Irene couldn't sleep as she had a painfully sore finger. She wanders upstairs to see if she can find her secret grandmother again. The grandmother cures her injury and lets her sleep with her that night. Also, 
we learn more about Curdie's love and admiration for his strong and wise mother, Mrs. Peterson. We also learn that he has been saving up to buy her a new petticoat. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 13, The Cobb's Creatures About this time, the gentlemen whom the king had left behind him to watch over the princess had each occasion to doubt the testimony of his own eyes. For more than strange were the objects to which they would bear witness. They were of one sort, creatures, but so misshapen as to be more like a child's drawings upon his slate than anything natural. They saw them only at night, while on guard about the house. The testimony of the man who first reported having seen one was that, as he was walking slowly round the house, while yet in the shadow, he caught sight of a creature standing on its hind legs in the moonlight, with its forefeet upon a window ledge, staring in at the window. Its body might have been that of a dog or a wolf, he thought, but he declared on his honor that its head was twice the size it ought to have been for the size of its body, and as round as a ball while the face, which it turned upon him as it fled, was more like one carved by a boy upon a turnip, inside which he is going to put a candle, than anything else he could think of. It rushed into the garden. He sent an arrow after it, and thought he must have struck it, for it gave a howl and he could not find his arrow anymore, although he searched all about the place where it vanished. They laughed at him until he was driven to hold his tongue and said he must have taken too long a pool at the ale jug. But before two nights were over, he had one to side with him, for he too had seen something strange, only quite different from that reported by the other. The description of the second man gave of the creature he had seen was yet more unlikely.